Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. The Acts of the Apostles is such a fascinating book. It is after the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and sort of picks up like, like a movie, like a, like a series, you know, and then what happens? And this section of the Acts of the Apostles, and it's all the actions of the apostles in the early church. What happened, as they recall? This particular book is written by Luke, who also wrote the Gospel of Luke. So sometimes it's called the, the second Luke book, okay? And he starts it like right in the be beginning, almost like if you missed the first chapter, you missed it, you have to go back and read the first chapter. But the chapter he starts with is the action and lives of the early apostles and their church. And we'd like to believe that it really was this way, like history. Th this was not history, it's evangelization. Okay, so this story of, of um, the Acts of the Apostles, all the early church members gathering together and, and bringing their resources and dropping at the feet of the apostles is an ideal. It actually may have happened partially, but wholly, that would mean everyone here in the church today would empty out your pocketbooks, your bank books, and all that, and lay it at the feet of the altar in honor of Jesus, and then you'd go about your happy way. And those who had what was left over in the resources, we would distribute it to the poor. Now, on a grand schedule, and we already do that as a church. We know the church is the most generous charitable institution in the world. Um, we don't always get a good ride out of that. We, we don't always get good press out of that either. Um, some of the requirements that the church lays are our, our faith. So if we're going to give to the poor, there's no, there's no barriers who receives. But in our, some of our religious institutions, there are stipulations. Who can adopt a child? whose children can be brought into the community, and how people are supposed to hold on to the faith and the tenets of the church as they participate in fostering or adoption or any other uh, charitable institution. And sometimes, I, I think of the Little Sisters of the Poor, sometimes the philosophy and theology of the believers, Little Sisters in this case, is challenged by the courts. They determine people who work for them should receive a certain kind of health coverage that does not include coverage that is anti-life. Not gonna get into a big political thing about that, but that, that's not unusual. As charitable as we can be, we're, we're not charitable blindly. We give blindly, Everybody receives, everybody 
and we don't care what the denomination, what the color of the skin is, what the language they speak. Everyone receives from the bounty of the church, and that's what we are supposed to do as a church. Now, why do we do that? Well, to fulfill the mandate of Christ. And today we have in the gospel one scenario in Christ's life. The member of the Sanhedrin and Pharisees were, were usually anti-Christ, but there was one guy, Nicodemus, there were a few others too, and Joseph of Arimathea was one of them, and Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night. He comes to Jesus at night because he didn't want to be seen. So he goes to Jesus, and Jesus gives him private lessons. It's almost like having your own RCIA educator in Jesus. And he comes across to Jesus, and he wants to know he wants to know, how does all this work? And basically, Jesus is saying, it's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, once you say yes to the Holy Spirit, gives you new life, and you're reborn. Well, he's scratching his head and saying, I, I don't understand that. Well, sometimes, cognitively, we don't understand it either. But our faith opens our minds and hearts to understand it. So Jesus is saying, when you're born of the Spirit, you're born from above. And unless I am raised up, I'm like the serpent was raised up in the desert, and everyone who sees me pledges their love and their support and their belief in me, you won't be saved. That's a little uh, paraphrase of, of what goes on here. So Nicodemus says, I, I want to learn more, but I can't quite get it through my head. And Jesus is amazed at him. He said, you know, you're, you teach the law. You know the law of Israel. And yet you're, you're denying me. You're denying my role in fulfilling that law. So what is he saying? If you really study the scriptures, and those of us who know the, the four evangelists know they did study the scriptures. And the four evangelists formulate their Gospels based on the fulfillment that they have based on the Old Testament, whether it's the prophets, whether it's the Pentateuch, whether it's creation itself. The evangelists held, I mean, not that they had their books open, but they had the Old Testament here, they read it well, they were educated, and then they paraphrased it over here as they wrote about Jesus. And they realized that even this one scene that, that is quoted from John 3, unless the Son of Man be lifted up so that everyone believes in him, we'll have eternal life. Well, that lifted up goes back to Moses in the book of Exodus when he raised up the serpent in the, de in the, Satan, in the, in the desert so that the people bitten by the serpents could be healed. Now, that's hundreds of years before Jesus. But the authors of Scripture opened the books of the Old Testament and they wrote the New Testament. That's what we call it, the fulfillment. Jesus did not come to abolish the old, but he came to fulfill the old. So all of the Scriptures tell us what we're supposed to be doing with an open mind. So we go back to Acts and we say, well, maybe every one of us can't empty out our bank books and drop it at the feet of the apostles so that people could be fed. But there's some truth in that. 
there's some truth, and, and, and Mother Teresa put it this way, uh, unless you give until it hurts, you're not really giving. So sometimes sacrificial giving bothers us, but that's the model that was placed before us in the Acts of the Apostles. This one guy, uh, Barnabas, is, goes home, sells everything, sells his house. I don't know where he lives after that. I mean, think how impractical that is. But he sells his house and puts the, the, the resources at the feet of the apostles. Well, that's an ideal. That's an ideal. We can't always live that way and live in the world because then we'd be the ones that people would have to take care of because we have nothing, we'd be homeless. So we gotta balance our faith with our head and our heart. That's basically what Jesus is telling Nicodemus. You, you people teach, but you don't really understand it. You know, you, you gotta balance your, your intellect with your spiritual life. And once it's balanced and you can figure it out, then we follow Jesus, who is lifted up to educate us, to bring us closer to the Father. And in him, the resurrection continues. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.